0: Hi, I'm Looper Isaac.
1: (laughs) Oh, and (laughs) and I'm Cone Mouth Claire.
0: And this is Make Make That That Game. Game.
1: Where we pitch the latest.
0: The greatest.
1: New video game ideas.
0: That aren't gonna... They're not real. These aren't real video game ideas. We just made them up. <laughs> We're not developers. We don't do that. No.
1: Well, you are a developer, right? But
0: uh Yes, but don't tell the listeners. They might Oops. get expectations. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> they no. might they might think that I should do one of these. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That'll um, ruin the whole conceit of the show.
1: Okay, folks. So just a heads up. I misplanned the morning here today in record podcast land. So we might go. This might be a little bit shorter. We're going to try to go a little bit quicker uh, so that we're not late to things today.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll speed through it. But, um,
1: but I think you'll still have a great time
0: yeah oh it's so always just wanted a to time. let you know if the episode is shorter that's why uh it's, it's all my fault a speed run
1: Ooh. and we
0: love those yeah all right so <laughs>
1: uh since this is a speed run we gotta get going so isaac what have you been playing this week
0: i have played the crap out of no man's sky leviathan update i have beat no man's sky leviathan Ooh. update immediately upon saying in last week's episode <laughs> that it's so easy i haven't died yet i got mauled um I got stuck in between two bushes, couldn't move at all. And like three monsters spawned right in front of me, surrounded me. So I, I could not move. And then they just um, all attacked at the same time and just made my health disappear. And then that preceded a series of deaths where wild animals would just maul me out oh, of thanks. nowhere. Like I'd just be walking around uh, getting, getting dirt and whatever. And then a wild animal would maul me. But I powered through with five total deaths. I now have a space whale, Ooh. in my fleet. Good. And uh, I have the official type title Looper. Nice. Yay! Amazing. I can put that on in the game, and other players can see that. Um, Amazing. I also played Ayudan Chronicles Rising. I got my second character, and I can safely say that Ayudan Chronicles Rising is not the Wolf game I pitched a couple episodes ago. You don't really do, com- like, there are combos, but you- it's not really built around comboing together. And finally, I have news, which is apparently not news, uh, as I did research into this. Netflix has a game, like, a game oh. that isn't Bandersnatch. It's, <laughs> it's called Point B. So and I haven't- in-
1: go ahead. Yeah? Nope.
0: go ahead. Oh, I'm just going to say, I-, I looking into Point B to see how you can play Point B it is just like you if you download the netflix app from the mobile store on like google play or iPhones or whatever you can play games inside of it in addition to watch tv what i was really hoping was that these were like games designed to be played with your remote on like roku or like at, across all netflix platforms that had mm-hmm. some level of playability but these are these are i just with big quote marks mobile games because i don't want to imply that mobile games are lesser games but yeah netflix has a new game it's called pointy go play it if you've got netflix it's free with your subscription Um, yeah we should
1: definitely actually let's try that we can talk about it next week
0: yeah Um, because
1: we have netflix um how about you yeah, well, I just wanted to say I had heard... I didn't know about the game itself, but I knew that Netflix was developing games. I'd been reading about that for a few months, so I didn't know, but I didn't know it was, like, ready to go. Like, here it is.
0: Yeah, well, the Stranger Things 1984 game, which I think you've played, that's yes. a Netflix game.
1: That's a Netflix game?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, it's one of the ones you get free with Netflix.
1: I have a new, I also have a news, because um, I was playing Lila Skyark. It's not really a news, but it's, like, an interesting factoid. Um, I found... A uh, turnip boy Easter egg in Lila Sky Art. Really? I did. Yes. Wow. And so if you want to see what that Easter egg was, I'm not going to tell you. You will have to find it on our social media <laughs> because okay. I remembered to record it. <laughs> so uh, um, make
0: sure you send that to me so I can put it on Twitter too. <laughs>
1: yes, I will. So there's a really cute little um, Easter egg in there because they're um, what was not developed by the same people, but published. Published. Same publisher. Yeah graffiti games so that was really cool okay going back so i've been playing i played lila sky arc finally again back back at it again um Ooh. so that's been fun um i've been doing some animal crossing as usual and i also started a new mobile game called monument um thanks to a listener a suggestion our listener elena suggested that we play that so i'll be honking and bonking that in the future once i've played more of it but not uh, today not today because okay. it- I played like one and a half levels, so I'm not, oh. <laughs> not prepared to do that
0: today.
1: <laughs> um, but speaking of honks and bonks, Isaac, do you have any games that you'll be giving some honks, giving some bonks today?
0: Yeah, I'm going to be honking and bonking Nuclear Throne by Vlambeer. Okay. Um, everything that I said about Enter the Gungeon applies. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's the same genre. It's uh, top down 'em up Uh, I I guess it would be called a twin stick shooter, but I play it with keyboard and mouse, so there's not the twin stick action going on. Aim with the mouse, click, shoots a gun, randomly generated levels because it's a roguelike or roguelite, depending on which end of the argument spectrum you are. Um, Go ahead and tweet at me your disappointment in my uh, improper use, if that's your opinion, or congratulate me on my proper use. Anyways... It's set in a toxic wasteland. You get mutated upgrades as you play through the levels, and you just blast your way to try to sit atop the nuclear throne, which maybe grants you a wish, or maybe it just makes you the king of the wasteland. You don't know uh, yet? I've never gotten into the nuclear throne. I've played this thing for dang near 100 hours wow. over my life, which wow. uh, we've, we're going to have some gamers in the audience be like 100 hours in a single game almost 100 hours i've played seven thousand hours of dota 2 i, know I the song. don't I know the game that going. much <laughs> well i guess i do game a lot but i game across many games 100 mm. hours is a lot for me don't judge me anyways honks this is a very juicy game and i use that term because okay. that is the term one of the developers used uh to describe a certain type of game so they have like a a developer, uh, indie game developer talk that you can find online, like how to make a juicy game. So, oh wow! The game is super juicy, and what that means is the uh, screen shakes exactly correctly. Like the 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 visual feedback you get to things is instantly there. There's crunchy sounds, many explosions to make the screen shaking all the time, uh, barrels to blow up, enemies splatter and blood, and it just feels really good. It, it, it feels super good. It's You are a wasteland king. Oh, I can't use that word. They, uh, nuclear throne. You are a nuclear thronist. Uh, <laughs> um There are golden weapons that you can unlock as you go through the game. And that allows you to keep a gun to start with in the future. So it's kind of like a meta feature. Um, In addition to picking characters, like if you find a golden gun, if you find a good one, you can keep it and it makes your next run a little easier. But the downside is golden guns are kind of hard to get. Um, You have to get a specific weapon, which is a weapon drop, a random drop, and then get to a specific level and then fight through a super hard level. Mm -hmm. And then you get rewarded with a golden gun. And then, you know, if you die while holding the golden gun, boom, you've got it in the next the next oh attempt
1: didn't expect that
0: yeah and then there are also shortcuts that you could find to skip through levels but if you take the shortcuts you get less opportunities for weapons and upgrades so you are slightly weaker for it but if you know what you're doing that's not too big of a deal uh i like to go through the pizza rats or the pizza turtle <laughs> sewers which is an actual shortcut there are four turtles and a rat and the they're filled with pizza I wonder what that's a reference to. No idea. <laughs> and it puts you right at like the boss of the junkyard instead of having to play through the junkyard, which I hate. Which goes into my bonks. Some of the enemies can feel a little bit unfair for beginners. I feel um, kind of the point of roguelikes is to be a little bit unfair. But this this is stuff that like if I haven't played for a little bit and then I go back into playing, I kind of forget about these and then get annihilated by them. And I go, this is stupid, I hate this game. (laughs) Um, There's things like there's assassins that play dead, but when you get close to them, they run up to you and smack you with a baseball bat and instantly kill you. So, you know, you're just walking around, you think, oh, I've already killed that enemy, right? And then you get close to it and it just stands up and swank. Uh, Some of the treasure chests can be mimics, just like in D&D, and... That, so you go to open them and they attack you and kill you almost instantly. There are robo snipers in the junkyard level where they can shoot you from way off screen, like infinitely off screen. So you see the red beam aiming. So these aren't really unfair as much as sometimes they can be hard to deal with. They can like really pin you down, especially in combination with a lot of other enemies. You see the red aim beam before they shoot at you so you can like just get to a place where their shots won't hit you like behind a car or something. But like, if there's like six of them, they can pin you down and it's like, okay, what do I just lob grenades off the screen? And my other and final bonk, because I could only come up with two, that's the speed run spirit. The best (laughs) character rogue is the hardest character to unlock. You have to beat the game once to unlock the best character rogue and uh, I used to play the game before they implemented that feature. I guess maybe it was in beta. I can't remember if it was in beta or if they've just changed some things since it was initially released. But uh, the character that I always played was rogue. I have a little statue um, in the living room of that character. You do? Yeah, the blue um, lady with the gun on Stamper's Ashes.
1: (laughs) okay
0: never noticed okay so well, that's I the...
1: noticed it. I just didn't know what it was
0: oh yeah no that's uh that's rogue from nuclear throne and yeah I I, I I I get all the way to the final level but I've never even seen the nuclear throne the the enemies are just too strong and I get so sad thinking about how I'm not playing rogue every time I play I have to play the next best character young Venus so sad Anyways, okay. that's Nuclear Throne by Vlambeer. Everybody should play it. Um, this is one of those games that I have literally bought for people. I've felt so strongly that they should play it. I think I've bought it for like four or five people. Where it's wow. like, I mention it, if they show any interest, I'm just like, here you go. here you well, go. You've, never, you've never
1: even talked to me about it. So you obviously don't think I'll like it.
0: <laughs> uh, considering how much you hated Binding of Isaac. Yeah. Anyways, hey, do you have any honks? and or bonks
1: i do yes i'm gonna hawk and bonk a game it's a mobile game that i mentioned a while ago on the podcast but it's called mini metro and um it costs like i think it's like two dollars or three dollars um and i feel like when when a game on a mobile game costs money to download you know it's gonna be good i feel like not necessarily but like
0: it's kind of like a gatekeep Uh, yeah but so like if if
1: a mobile game doesn't cost money if it's free to download it's either going to be like Matchington, where you have to like wait a certain amount of time to continue to play or purchase like whatever would get you more plays or coins or you know, whatever, like there's in-game purchases or it's just so laden with ads that it's unplayable. Oh, yeah. So if you pay to download it, most likely it's going to be a game. Like once you, ha- once you pay once and you download it, you have it and now it's a game for you. Um, and so <laughs> I appreciate that. So this was like not expensive, but did have a paywall and, um, it's awesome. It's very chill. So the the conceit of the game is you have like a very, um, minimal map of a city. So just literally no, not even roads. It's just like the shape and any waterways in that, in that city. Um, and then you have to design a Metro system for the city as stations appear. So little shapes will appear on your screen and you have to connect them with, um, subway lines and each level it gets, you know, more and more people are traveling. You get to add cars and lines and tunnels and all this good stuff, um, as, as it progresses. And I love this game. So I mostly have honks, but my first honk is there's not really a learning curve. Um, so you can open this game and play it immediately. And it's like, it's just so easy to, to do not easy to win, you know? So like, that's good. Like, it's not so easy that I'm bored, but Um, I'm easy to know what you're doing. If that makes sense, like you open it and it's just very intuitive. Like you draw lines with your finger, like you tap to do this thing. You can pause time. You can fast forward time. Like it's really, um, adaptive to you and like how you want to play. They also have a free play version too. That's not timed. Um, but I've never done that because I like a challenge, (laughs) (laughs) but I like that they have that option. Um, I also love the topic. Can't, you know, I love trains. Um, and what's cool about it is they don't, it's not all subways, like only. So if the city, so they're all based on real cities, it's all real cities. If the city they're using actually has like elevated trains, um, buses, if they have like bullet trains, if they have, uh, there's like cable cars, like all these things and you have access to that as well. Um, so there's different and they'll like carry different amounts of people or like go at different speeds. So that's like a whole nother level of gameplay that I think is really cool. Um, and yeah, the, the final honk, which I kind of already said was they use real city maps. So I think it's just cool that the topography of the game is based on real cities you can like unlock different cities as you, um, if you get certain scores in certain levels. So it's like, oh, get like score 300 in Beijing and you can unlock like Amsterdam or whatever. Um, so that's pretty, pretty sweet. only bonks i have i have a couple bonks the first bonk is just a would-be cool thing it's just a wouldn't that be neat if you added that um i would love (laughs) i like
0: this genre (laughs) of bonk i haven't even thought of that
1: it's like wouldn't that be nice um since they're based on real cities i would love to see the actual subways or like transit lines that exist in that city at some point you know like to have an option of like after you design yours to like overlay like here's what the real one looks like
0: oh. would just be kind
1: of neat to see yeah. like how close was i or like is there is their metro line like completely like difficult to understand you know it just it just be really interesting um because so I, the only one i know i'm like innately familiar with is new york city and i did play the new york city one and i actually had trouble because i was like i'm going to try to set it up kind of like i know it it does and i, I thought was really hard like not just in memory, but just because like the way the game is, I was like, I don't think this is working,
0: Oh no, (laughs) Uh, which
1: is funny. So I just thought that'd be interesting. And then also the other bonk is that. So one thing that's a honk, I think is you can erase lines at any time. So like you can pause the game and basically redraw all your lines. If you're getting like confused and you, you think you need to change it up. It's not always a good idea to do that, but I like that you have the option. The only thing is that there's these things called transit hubs. So basically you can build bigger stations, um, at locations in your transit system that are like more visited. And if you but once you build a hub, you cannot move that hub. So if I want to redraw a line, I have to take that hub into consideration because if I put end up putting it somewhere where now it's not a like major connector, then it's completely wasted.
0: So um, you get to place it wherever you want. Yeah. But it's but also then it's there permanent. forever oh yeah. so you place it wherever
1: you want but and you usually only get it when you're like pretty far into the game because it's like now you have such a high volume of, of travelers but once you place it yeah if you want to redraw any lines which you can um you can't move that so you'd have to like take that into consideration as you draw it which kind of sucks Wow. um but that's it so really great game would check it out if you love metros and you also want a chill way to just vibe on your phone that, that's it this is the one
0: all right, boom. boom. There are honks and bonks. We well, did okay. it so. Oh. I have a pitch for you. Well, if that's you want to so hear was... it. Did you want to say something else?
1: Well, I was just going to ask you if you had a pitch for me. So it's like you read I... my mind. It's like you I knew it was coming next. I don't know how, but it's just amazing. Uh
0: yeah, it's like I had a piece of paper that explained the process. <laughs> so um, weird,
1: so wild.
0: Wow. Anyway, so I have a game. It is called Cosmocos. I don't know why I said ooh. it like that. It, it felt. It, did, did it send a chill down your spine?
1: A little, yeah.
0: Ah, oh, well, that's ooh. how you know it's a good name. Uh, <laughs> it is a game where you are a god of meteors.
1: Ooh. The only
0: way you have to interact with your subjects and slash or the world at all are via meteors. You cannot send a little angel down to talk to people. No, you can only right on a meteor and smash it into the earth. But then it gets smashed. And how are people going to read your message? I don't know. Uh, how are you going to convey your love for your devoted warshippers with meteors? These are the questions the game asks. And do they answer it? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but yeah, you smash meteors into the planet to please your subjects, to destroy heretics, and to expand your influence. Uh, wow.
1: That sounded like an actual pitch. Like you had that ready to go.
0: That's what we do on this show. I'm, pre- I'm <laughs> One day I'm going to make a pitch and I'm going to be so well-practiced. They are just going to, to it's, it's going to win them over right then and there.
1: Wow. Just okay.
0: just because of the confidence, but yeah, wow. uh, depending on your influence level. So you start off with a very small sphere of influence. You have very little worshipers, so you can't influence the world very well. Um, so, your first level of meteors is like pulling pine cones out of trees and birds out of the sky. Those are your first meteors. What? So, you can like. I'm. Uh,
1: what does that mean? What does pulling pine cones out of trees mean?
0: So, you are a god of meteors. You yeah. cause no, meteors I got that. to yeah, crash I got into the earth. I got that. Yes. Only when you're a very weak baby god. You don't have the power to grab celestial objects from space and smash okay. it into the earth. You have to start small. So what's the what's the highest up celestial objects that you can grab? Pine cones. That you can make a pine cones smash to the earth.
1: So you live on earth?
0: Well, I'm using earth and like you live on a planet, but
1: so the god lives on the planet?
0: Well, you're a god, you're like a spirit that flies you you are all encompassing but like, you 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 have to, you you can only maintain focus where you have influence, right? That's where your where your war are are spreading your influence.
1: So, a meteor has to be in outer space, well, according to the dictionary.
0: Wow! Uh, all right, all right. But well, I would then. give
1: you I would give you like a bird because it's like floating, but like a pine I don't know, man.
0: It's a oh, scratch. Jeez. All right. Well, fine. Remove the pine. Forget I said anything about pine cones. You <laughs> pull birds out of the sky. And smash them into the ground. Oh, uh, the people see that and they go, oh, maybe the god of meteors is real. So you expand your influence and they you, they go, oh, he gave us a wonderful Christmas goose. The, the This is a good god. They continue to worship you. And then, you know, you can pull up. You, you get into orbit where there's space rocks and stuff floating around and then you can pull those down and smash them into the earth and they make bigger explosions. You can destroy buildings. You can level forests. You can make lakes or rivers if you smash enough meteors down. As you do more impressive things, people are more impressed with you. You encounter other deities and slash or non-faithful people and thus you have to either convert or your people have to convert them or destroy them with your help etc 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 the game continues until you become such a powerful god that you can smash the moon or sun into the planet and destroy it all and start anew
1: (laughs) wow all right well i like that ending
0: um i think (laughs) it's a
1: cool game sorry that i got hung up on the definition of meteor but i love astronomy okay okay <laughs> <laughs> i love astronomy you could talk Tierney is actually she studies astrophysics so if you need like more details you can uh
0: oh yeah i'll get right on more. developing this game yeah. which is exactly what we do here on this podcast mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah cool cool would you like to hear a game pitch from me
0: I think that I would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just uh, use a slightly loose definition of something so I can like jump on.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. So you can because I want to base it off a game that I can't remember and only have recently played in virtual reality. So it's not Space Invaders, but it's similar. It's like things come down and you have to move your spaceship to avoid them. But then you also kill enemies. It's like a game. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Galaga. Uh, Let me look it up real quick. The space bugs come down in a pattern and then they fly towards you?
1: Yes. That looks pretty pretty correct. Okay. Something like that. Are you
0: pitching Galaga to me? No. I'm pitching a game.
1: It's called Dream Destroyer. Okay. And so it's that's the gameplay. The gameplay it's like an arcade game. I'm you know, I'm into that, I guess, developing those. I did a couple. But yeah, so you, you come in, you're um the Sandman instead of a spaceship.
0: Okay. And
1: what's coming down is so each level is you're in somebody's dream and you have to protect them from bad dreams. But so how to do that is what's coming down are um symbols that you can see in dreams. So like
0: teeth, <laughs> Yeah. <clowns. laughs>
1: yeah um also good things like like a a beach or like flowers or you know all these different all these different meanings because i really also like dream meanings that's that's a thing that i got into once upon a time um so you have to interpret like which dream symbols to kill and which to keep so that they have a nice dream
0: okay and so
1: you shoot the ones that you're getting rid of and you have to avoid the other ones that you want to keep
0: so you indiscriminate you don't indiscriminately shoot everything you see. Correct. You have to you have Very to pay attention to what you're looking shoot at. Everything you see. Very discriminately.
1: As they like leave the like screen, that means they've like entered the real dream and you'll see like a bar, like a status bar of like how good or bad the dream is. Um so you can oh. kind of start to like figure out like what going on but um yeah that's the game that's it's again simple because it's an arcade style game so you just play until you know three lives and then you die so if you you would lose a level if you um have a totally bad dream
0: so now would there be power-ups
1: i can't uh i mean you would want them i honestly don't know what the power-ups would be
0: well like you could get something like double shot so or like you shoot faster See, I worry shot, about that. That would actually shot, make it. Sh- I feel, I feel
1: like any, like, upgrade in gun would make it more difficult because, like, if you're shooting double, what if you hit something behind it that you wanted to keep?
0: So, the, you're right. So, another, <laughs> uh, the upgrade I was just about to say is uh, temporarily only destroys bad
1: oh yeah that'd be good or like slow time or something so you can better see what's going on yeah so things like that would be fun I think we should have those I just I I did not write it down I'm like Isaac and I did come up with this while I was getting ready this morning so in my head I have nothing written down this is all in the in the noggin in the brain
0: perfect that's how we love to do it that's how we love to do it but do you know what else we love to do
1: what we love to do come up
0: with randomly we're come up with game ideas based on randomly generated words oh we uh, do love that have a time limit of how long we can take talking about these games but we do have to come up with a title and a featured mechanic and we do it three times in a row and usually we have five minutes but since we're speed running today do you want to set do you want to do hard mode and do three minutes i think we should Okay, well, let I me should. know when you've got some randomly generated words what okay. for us to speak on. With. They're here, they are, they're coming. All right.
1: Privilege. Okay. Sigh. Okay. And clue. <laughs> Clue's a good one, I like that.
0: Privilege, sigh, and clue. You are... A detective investigating a murder at the manor of a bored, wealthy family. I mean, this just sounds
1: like a Nancy Drew game.
0: Yes. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. All of all. So like, I imagine it as Knives Out.
1: Okay. Okay. The Mm
0: -hmm. the movie, which is exactly like it is a wealthy family. There is a murder and there is an investigator. I imagine it to be exactly that, but as a video game. Um. All of the family members are quirky and also mostly uninterested. The only person who cares at all, you know, is is the the maid in that mm-hmm. movie, or she wasn't a maid. I forget what she was, but I am. She and, was, I'm just describing nurse? Knives Out yeah, now. Spoiler so alert. I guess. Where's Where's the game? Where's wh- What's the mechanic? What's the mechanic?
1: I mean, to be honest, I kind of want it to be like that. Um, <laughs> that game we saw uh, on YouTube for vampire diaries (laughs) where you like go and like ask people questions and the graphics are bad
0: i um don't remember what you're talking about about. i uh, that i brain hold that brain oh no no no! i mean so it could be just yeah that like a classic point and click adventure
1: well and that's also like the nancy drew games if this feels okay
0: so that makes a lot of sense um What do we call it? We
1: call it. (laughs) We call it. Can't be rich when you're dead.
0: All right. Boom. One minute and five (laughs) seconds left. Can't be rich when you're dead. The point and click adventure game wherein you solve a mystery for uninterested rich people.
1: Wow. All right. Ready for our next three words? Yes. Okay. Dawn. Of the dead. Maine.
0: Main is an M-A-I-N? Yes. Okay.
1: And trait. Trait. Dawn main trait.
0: T-R-A-I-T. Yeah.
1: Like, okay. Like a trait. Dawn so main trait. I think it should be something where like you have to do something before dawn.
0: Okay. Like a timed. Uh, so main trait makes me think of ge- genetics. So I think we've got another gene game. We've got another gene smashing game.
1: Learn about? Uh,
0: not this. Necess- no, I don't think this one's a learn them up. Okay. Should it be a learn them up? I don't know. <laughs> we okay. already made a
1: gene game, so I'm not really sure. Like,
0: we've made several gene games.
1: Yeah. So I guess I'm kind of like I'm I'm out at, for that uh, category. Well, what else could it be? Okay, you're a vampire, and you're in um, Manners School. <laughs> And you're trying to change your personality. After years of being a mean old vampire, and you have to answer lots of quizzes, personality quizzes, (laughs) to rate how your personality is based on challenges that like saving animals or like not eating people. And it takes place at night school because you're a vampire.
0: Okay, what's the name? We've got 10 seconds. (laughs)
1: It's a night manners.
0: Okay. With two seconds left night manners.
1: Okay. Last three words. Ready? Oh, this is good. This is really good. Real.
0: Okay. Draw. R E E L.
1: No. R E
0: A L. -L. Okay. Draw. Okay. Eyebrow. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) I feel like you got to draw eyebrows. I feel like that's it. I feel like we're this is, this rights itself.
0: Okay, so a bunch of eyebrowless customers come in, and you've got to draw eyebrows.
1: And they gotta look real, I guess.
0: And they gotta they gotta look real. Okay. And I think.
1: I think. Well, I think it should be like on like a switch or something where you have a touch screen so you can like actually draw.
0: I think it would be funnier if you didn't have a touch screen. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about how when you were playing Coffee Talk, like trying to draw, like how how weird oh. the controls were for that. <laughs> to
1: try to do the latte art, yeah.
0: And I think that it would That's be better. the best. That's better. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so like the algorithm in charge of determining whether you have drawn eyebrows takes into place location, symmetry, <laughs> and uh, you definitely lose points if you put a monobrow in. Yeah. Oh, this is
1: good, because also, like, you might be able to get really good points on one that looks bad, but algorithmically is fine.
0: <laughs> yes, see, and people find the perfect, they they figure out what the algorithm likes, and they make the perfect eyebrow, and it actually is just terrible. It's like, well, oh, yeah, like, the longer or whatever it is, probably the algorithm would consider that better, uh, and so if you can make perfectly symmetrical eyebrows yeah. that are just like one enormous swirl that takes place like takes up like the exact size of like the eyebrow area of the forehead and yeah, then no, the I algorithm think... is like yay and you're it's like, like
1: it looks bad no i think i think this is good controls are hard they'll all look bad it's good This is a good game a yeah. very good game um it is called
0: raising eyebrows
1: yep that's what it's called
0: that's exactly one minute left.
1: Amazing, we nailed it.
0: Nailed it.
1: Well, so uh, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, and soon to be on TikTok at Make That Game Pod. And if you want to send us an email, you can write us an email at Make That Game. Well, no, not at.
0: It. I <laughs> email. <laughs> no, you email us at the address Make at That Game Pod Cast. cast. at At, gmail.com
1: yes thank you for helping me out there and (laughs) if you heard a game today that you think should exist in the world we encourage you to go out there and make
0: Make that game. game